Welcome back to the Adventure with Advantage podcast. My name is Cody, and I play Elamir on the show. Thank you for your support. We hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoy playing. joining us uh we can just dive right in um so previously the party made their way to the coastal city of sailport for two reasons one follow up on a lead for the goblin gazette grogard claimed that he had heard rumors about an illegal uh exotic creature trade taking place in sailport uh creatures from rivonia uh, were being transported there is what the rumor he had heard. Uh, and two, to see if the party could procure a set of magical devices from an artificer that would allow them to communicate over a short distance. Uh, they met with the artificer. His name was Hector. Uh, and they learned that in order for him to create the devices they sought, he needed a new focus, a hag's eye. He pointed them in the direction of a coven of hags where they could find one. Um, then they began looking for information on the creature trade. Uh, they tried snooping around the docks, but came up empty-handed. Uh, Steel Scar then came up with the idea that they could act like uh, desperate workers just looking for a job. Uh, so they then head to the Scallywag's Den, a seedy tavern, uh, and soon found a man who offered them a job, but they had to prove themselves first. Uh, they would have to hunt down a dragon who had taken up roost nearby and was causing some issues for the town. Uh, they would also need to gather some items from the carcass of the creature once it killed. And they also learned that the people who were hiring them was a uh, hunting lodge uh, that went by the name of the Blacktail Lodge. Um, and the party had one week to uh, bring back the items. Uh, so they began their preparations with Elamir and Casabir, uh, made their way toward the dragon's lair to scout the area, while Levy and Steelscar uh, tried finding some information on dragons that may aid in their hunt. Uh, they made their way to a bookstore and found some books on dragons, and Steel Scar also picked up a book on Celestials. Uh, they read through the books uh, and found some helpful information in the upcoming fight. Uh, meanwhile, Elamir and Casimir scouted the area around the dragon's den, or what they assumed to be the dragon's den, and soon found that they, uh, once they believed they had found the entrance, uh, they walked along the beach, but they were soon attacked by a group of creatures that emerged from the water. Uh, they quickly dispatched them while Casimir's giant wasp inspected the cave. Uh, fearing they may alert the dragon to their presence, they decided to stop exploring and head back to Sailport uh, with the information they had found. Um, and I believe that is where we left off with uh, basically Steelscar and Levy were just spending the night reading their books uh, while Casimir and Elamir uh, made their way back to Sailport. Um, so going back and doing some thinking, I realized that Casimir and Elamir actually were in the future. <laughs> of what was taking place because uh, it took them a half day to get to the lair. And then, sorry, one second. The, my background music is a little too loud. 
uh, see, it took them a half day to get to the lair. So they spent the night there. And then the next day they um, began their inspections and then they head back to Sailport. Um, so basically, uh, Levy and Steel Scar, did you, you guys basically had a day. Did you have anything you wanted to do on that day? Uh, isn't that the, that's not the day where we just read stuff, was it? I thought that was the day that, yeah, we read stuff. Yeah. No, that was part, that was part of, so, Elamir and Casimir left probably around noon. Mm. And that's when we were reading that same day. Got it, and then the next day. They got there, they can't. That's when we deal with. Yeah, they camped the night. Sea creatures or whatever they they were. they fought the sea creatures the next day, and now they're heading back to Sailport. So they are arriving the following night after you guys read. So you guys had a whole day. Was there anything else you were wanting to do during that day? Hmm. You you caught me off guard with that one. I tried to I tried to warn you guys. I put it in the Discord. Maybe it wasn't. I wasn't. I guess it wasn't clear enough. Yeah, it didn't make sense to me. But now now it doesn't make sense. I would probably say. Uh, no, I don't really have anything. Well, I do believe your sword is ready on this day. Yeah. The, on this, after this whole day that's in the future, then it's the next day. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't really have anything that I was planning on doing today. I think I was going yeah, to set. I think. Our, our, well, I mean, the idea was was to wait until Steel Scar's sword is ready and then head out. So I figure as soon as his sword is ready, then we would head out to go meet up with Casimir and Elamir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was that was our, our our initial plan. But if we have a free day, I would say that I would probably spend that day walking around the uh, uh, Tide's Edge and the dogs, just you know, just to keep an eye out because we are still trying to report on this whole giant monster fiasco. So I would have probably spent my day just scouting since we don't have our master scout here just keeping an eye out i'm not the best at it but i would have given it a try mm-hmm. so if you want me to make some rolls for that day i can okay give me one second i'm just going to read because i want to make sure when is his sword going to be ready that's exactly what i was looking at because i put it all there so uh so it was the day that he made the order yes. uh and the day so basically just for simplicity's sake we're going to say he made the order around noon on that first day 24 hours after that, you guys were basically at the Scallywag's Den. Um, talking before talking anything else. To the guy. you. So then 24 hours after that, or actually you met the guy early in the morning. Um, so that's 48 hours. That, no, it's been 24 hours at Scallywag's Den. 48 hours to the point that uh, Elamir and Casimir left because you guys did a little bit. You met with the guy, little did a little bit of shopping, and they head out. So it's 24, 48. So you got another four, uh, 48 hours to go. Yeah. Then you guys. So actually it will be done at like 12 o'clock on the day that. So basically Casimir and Elamir are going to arrive at night. The following day at noon, his sword should be ready. Yeah. So that day where they're coming back, since you, you said we have a free day, that's when yes. I would be doing the whole yep. checking out the, um, the tide's edge and the dots just to see if i somehow managed to see anything i doubt it but it never hurts okay. to just try you know what uh go ahead element or levy are you going to help him or what are you doing i would have told levy I'll about help this him. yeah i'll help him okay so i will just say one of you can roll with advantage or no let's just have both of you roll both of you roll all right just once uh have you each roll 
just once. What are we rolling? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Roll a perception check. See if you see anything. You got to kind of hang around the docks. 23. Out. 23. 19. 19. Wow, both of you rolled pretty well. Um, Okay. You guys are uh, you keep an eye out, uh, just kind of like hanging around the docks. You're seeing some ships coming in. Um, you see, uh, looks like ships um, bringing in their shipments. You're seeing like um, spices. You're seeing um, lots of uh, livestock. Uh, you see like chickens being brought in, lots of chickens um, and, you know, pigs and stuff like that. Um, nothing stands out to you because part of the problem is you don't necessarily know what you're looking for. You're just looking for something out of the ordinary. Um, so you're not seeing anything terribly out of the ordinary. Is it an excessive amount of chickens? <laughs> uh, it- it looks like it was certainly they came bearing a lot of chickens. Um, you imagine, though, it is a large town. Not a terrible. But but, it, but is it like, wow, damn, what are they taking these chickens for? Because there's so <laughs> many chickens that they're probably using these chickens to feed monsters. Uh, I would say it's not an absorbent amount. But like okay. you see some people walking by with like, um, you know, chickens in a cage, like maybe two carts worth of chickens. Okay, okay. Um, I think, uh, I think that's fine for them. Okay. All right. So you guys just spend the day, keep an eye out at the docks to see if you see anything. Nothing, like I said, nothing odd or stands out of the, or is out of the ordinary. Um, Part of my, while I'm watching, I also want to, I want to learn and pick up, uh, kind of like what, what these sailors are actually doing so I can like learn how to become a better sailor if I ever choose to disguise myself. Uh, make an intelligence check. Yeah, just roll I, and add I'm your... Not helping, I am not helping him. That's fine. Uh, roll, just add my intelligence modifier. Yeah. 14. 14. Okay. I'd say you... Um, you you feel like you pick up... Uh, actually, I'm, I'm going to give you an option, okay? You can either roll intelligence and actually learn something, or I would let you... Uh, Use charisma, but you anytime you make a check to be sailing, you'd be deceiving. Basically, mm. do you want to actually learn it, or do you want to be able to look like you know what you're doing? Hmm. Well, I mean, fake it until you make it. So I'd rather I'd rather be faking it. Okay, so then take your roll and add your charisma. Oh, okay. Uh, charisma modifier. Yeah. Uh, that'd be eighteen. 18. Okay. Um, all right. So you watch these guys. Uh, you're, you're more paying attention to like the things that they're doing, not how they are doing those things. Like, you know, you're seeing people walk over when they're coming into, into the, the slip here with their ship, you know, you see them throwing the ropes off and they're, you know, everyone's busy working. So you think you could probably pass yourself off as someone who knows what they're doing, not necessarily actually know what you're doing, but you could fake it till you make it. Yeah. Okay. So you were successful in that. Wonderful. I'm gonna I'm gonna record this as I know how to bluff a sail as a sailor. Right. Cool. Wonderful. Right. Is there anything else you guys want to do that day, or just rest up and wait for them? The sword, actually. You don't. You're not necessarily waiting for them. Uh, <laughs> just gonna. Yeah. Just gonna chill. 
Okay. Yeah, well, I'll, I would probably just, just chill around the uh, town, not doing much <laughs> after that. Okay. So you guys rest for the day. Um, sleep. Wake up the next... Or actually, that so that night, um, Elamir and Casimir, you guys uh, traveling back from um, what you assume oh. to be the... Wait, Dungeon Master, before yes. anything, um, before they left, we had rented two rooms, correct? Yes. So, because I, if I remember correctly, Levy and I were sharing a room. Mm-hmm. So I, I would be like, I'll be like, uh, um, Levy, since uh, since these guys are are gone, I guess we each have our own room now. Uh, my, yeah. Why let the money? Why let the money go to waste? Yeah, fine by me. Okay. I'll see you in the morning, Steel Scar. Saving that money. <laughs> All right. So you guys, uh, well, hold. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you guys do that. Uh, so the next day. Um. Well, um, at, during that night, I want to spend a little bit of time before I go to and pass out. Um. Since I read in the book about dragons that they are quite vain and they find insults extremely offensive, um, I want to spend some time thinking of good insults for this dragon. Okay. I'm not necessarily. I'm. I'm. I'm saying that I've already created a list of insults okay. for this dragon. Okay. That's the, cool. Okay. <laughs> I was say, I'm not, not going to have you roll anything because you got to come up with those on your own. Yeah, right, so I, you I know. Night, you spend the night just coming up with some good insults. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, that was that first night. Uh, skip forward. Uh, you guys do your stuff on the docks that night. Elamir and Levy, you guys, or Elamir Casimir, you guys make your way back mm-hmm. into town. Um, arrive back into Sailport uh, after traveling that day. Uh, the familiar sights and sounds, the ocean, the you can hear the people in the at the docks shouting and the bells ringing of the ships moving out to sea. Um, assuming you guys make your way uh, to where you guys are staying. Yeah, and I had uh, at this point um, traveling back. I know Casimir had said he was grilling me on Elvish language, so yep. I continue uh, to learn as much <laughs> Elvish from him as I can as we're traveling. <laughs> I, my patience has uh, grown thin on the 12-hour uh, <laughs> horse ride. And Go ahead and make an intelligence check, Casimir. Uh, 17. 17, okay. You uh, you feel like you learn a, a, you know, a few words that are definitely useful, and you think you get them down, and helps you out a lot in your understanding of the elven language cool yay i'm going to continue to push until i reach that adept linguist um uh what is it its target is enough to communicate on a rudimentary level okay and hopefully i reach that level before uh, elamir kills me (laughs) yeah so as soon as we like get back i'm like oh thank god i'm done with that <laughs> and then uh yeah i tell casimir we should we should report back and uh, figure out what the new plan is because they're going to be shocked to see us back here mm-hmm. uh, i send the wasp to uh camp out on the roof of the building so i doubt they're going to react uh as understandingly as they did with the uh, cat okay the wasp just chills on top of the building. I, I like to imagine that Elamir's just kind of like riding his horse a little quicker and Casimir's trying to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> Calling out bits and yeah, random what? fragments what? and elvish. There it is. What? I didn't hear you. <laughs> how do you say cat? <laughs> <laughs> how do I say how much for another beer? <laughs> 
Uh, all right, so yeah, you guys trot into town. Um, make your way to Fortune Flagons, where you guys are staying. Uh, make your way in, you know, say hi to the barkeep as you guys enter in. Um, make your way to your rooms. Uh, you find Steel Scar and Levy. Steel Scar's hanging out in you guys' room as you guys arrive. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, as soon as I noticed them coming, I looked at them confused and I'm like, uh, what are you guys doing here? He's just chilling naked on your bed. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what well, is he doing? Man. I thought this was our room. What yeah, I would return the question. Here? What are you doing here? <laughs> Where the hell are your clothes? <laughs> Who's better is he on mine or Casimir's? Oh, I don't know God. Who's better you on Steel Sky? What was that? Who's better you Who's chilling better on? You on? Are you on my bed or Casimir's? Um, I'll be on the right bed. Whoever's that belongs to. Oh, which one wow. was? Which one we was farthest from the Just door? Pick one of us. He's, he's avoiding. Pick someone's bed. Uh, <laughs> I'm on. I'm on, I'm on uh, Casimir's bed. Okay. All right. What do you I wear? I with a relief and say, "Oh, thank God," and lay down. Um, are you just well, sitting in your armor, or you? Um, well, I'm going to bed, so I'm armorless and basically with like a whatever the equivalent of uh, underwear is. All right. Just chilling with his <laughs> Point at him. Up. Out. <laughs> now. Uh, yeah, so like if, if you want to go get a levy, we can we can recap. I, I know it's a shock to see us back. <laughs> I feel like I feel like he's not hearing you guys. Hey, are no, you hear Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Because um, it's like it's like st- Steel Scar is more like what are you guys doing here? Um, <laughs> aren't you guys supposed to be scouting up ahead, getting everything set up? So for, for when me and Levy arrive, we can just get ready to go in. Yeah. Yeah. As, as scouts, uh, we found the dragon, um, we but think? we didn't want to find more of him yet. So we came back to get you guys. Uh, I mean, the only reason I'm enjoying this room is because we weren't going to let the money go to waste. Yeah, yeah, that, that's fine. You're not on my bed, so I don't care. Uh, well, um, I would say it'd be more appropriate for one of you two to go fetch Levy since I'm not dressed to step out this room right now. Okay. <laughs> fine. I get up from the bed saying words in Elvish that Casimir hasn't learned yet. <laughs> um, and I go I go, knock on Levy's door. <laughs> I don't answer. <laughs> so you're telling me you left me unprepared for the primary words? Levy, Levy does not answer as you knock on the door. Um, I'll oh just God, knock two times and be like, hey, it's Eldamir. We found a dragon. You just hear, the fuck? <laughs> Very softly from the other side of the door. Just come to our room whenever you're decent. Three just minutes later, I step and... outside. Okay. So I'm, I'm sitting on my bed. I'm donning, I I'm donning a bathrobe right now, and it's just it's, it's <laughs> glorious in like a lush crimson color. <laughs> yes. And I have matching slippers, of course. Nice. Oh gosh, nice. I look around our room to see if that was provided by the inn. No, I bring realizing, these. <laughs> this is my own. Not. <laughs> okay, so um, you're probably wondering why we're back. This wasn't the plan. Yeah, um, and it, it, do you know how time it is? No. What is time? <laughs> it dark time. That's what it is. 
dark time. All right. Um, so long story short, we found the dragon, but we uh, found some other things as well. We had to battle some creatures that kind of popped out of the lake. So, um, and uh, the ocean the, popped out of the ocean. Oh, they popped out of the ocean. I thought there was yeah. a lake. Oh, oh, there was um, a, there was a lake, but you were on the coast. You were do, on the. Ocean. Do, do these guys look like banged up or anything? Uh, I do think Casimir got quite a few hits in, but I imagine that he healed yeah. up. Yeah, I got hit. Some. Oh yeah, I would have helped, healed at the time, but I was brought almost to half yeah. health. Yeah, they look like they got hit about for what a third of his health. Yep, looks like they they yeah got in a little bit of scuffle. So uh, rather than just sit there and wait for whatever else might show up that's not a dragon, um, we figured we'd just go as a team because now we can lead you straight to it. Okay, well, uh, we learned some stuff about the dragons, or I guess dragons in general. But I have a feeling this info might be useful for when we go and face uh, our little dragon friend uh, tomorrow or within a week's time. Well, we have less than a week now, don't we? Uh, yes, it has been two days, I think, since you guys got the contract. Within five days' time. Um, Levy, if you want to share that info with them, since you're the more knowledgeable one, I would not <clears throat> say no to that. Rub both my temples, just go. Uh, all right, we could we could do this now, or we can do this tomorrow because we have a long journey ahead of us, probably. And if we really want to do this right now, we can. But you know, I would personally prefer to go get my beauty rest. <laughs> yeah, big fight tomorrow. You gotta look good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fine. We we can discuss on the ride, um, you know, w- without hasting. It's only a half a day, so um, I think that's fair. Just wanted to explain why we're back and how the the plan has changed a little bit. So, since Steel Scar is already in this room, Casmer, do you want to come switch over and sleep in ours? His bed's clean and freshly made; hasn't been laid in. That is a fantastic idea. Thank you very much. I very promptly uh, move my equipment over. (laughs) All right. Which I guess, yeah, so I just drag my saddlebag over. There you go. Uh, Sorry about that, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Just sigh him in exasperation. (laughs) As as we're walking to our room, Casimir, I hope you don't mind. I sleep naked. (laughs) (laughs) Just just rubbing my temple. I actually do not know what who has not slept in the same room together because I think you guys always end up getting two rooms and yeah. I I've not kept track of who has slept in who, with who. I've roomed with Levy before. I've roomed with Elamir before. I don't think I've ever roomed with Steel Scar. Okay, look at you. He remembers. So you, you're aware of this then? Man. Yeah. I, <laughs> I I I am very open and tell people anyone that I room with. Just reminding them. Uh... You might see something. <laughs> you might not. <laughs> Just remind Levy, for the love of God, just don't sleepwalk. <laughs> don't worry, Fluffy should stop me. Hopefully. Oh <laughs> the poor floating thing. Yeah. So while, while they're over there talking, I want to ask uh, Elamir. I'm, I'm like, I want to ask. So, um, on your way there, was the the road clear? I mean, you mentioned you guys fought some creatures, but what about the actual? Uh, right over there was that clear yeah getting there's no problem uh it was uh the the lair the den is right by the coast and 
we had some sea sea creatures uh, come and say hi, and uh, we we weren't really paying attention to them when they they came about. We were looking up this giant cliff, trying to figure out if that's where the dragon was. All right. Well, I mean, that's good to know. I'm just uh, just hoping that tomorrow's ride will, will also be as smooth. Um, and I mean, if we do get ambushed this time by some sea creatures, there'll be more of us there to take them out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look That's at you—you got, you got a big ass gash on the side of on your side. They must have gotten you clean. Yeah, yeah. Especially me. I I, I don't normally get too close to the action, but um, I guess it was meant to happen eventually. <laughs> well, nice. then I mean, tomorrow all I gotta do is pick up my sword. We should be good to go. Yep. And I go to bed with that. <laughs> and I go to bed with that as well. All right. So you guys all go to sleep, unless anyone had anything else they wanted to do. I'm already asleep. Yeah. Okay. It's already passed out. Yeah, I fill out information in the journal to update uh, Goblin Gazette, and that's it. And then I go to bed. Okay. All right. So you guys all rest up. Um, I don't think you guys are going anywhere until the sword's done. So uh, wake Not up unless the next I morning. Get a carriage or a wagon. <laughs> They've actually been just outlawed in this town. <laughs> no one can drive. Uh, um, Get us a ship instead. <laughs> so you guys rest up, wake up the next morning, uh, start your day. Uh, if you had something you wanted to do before Steel Scar's sword is done, let me know. Otherwise, we'll just assume you guys are going to wait until that point. Um, I go. Down, I, w- I wake up uh, a little extra early to head downstairs. You know, since I'm a uh, I'm a little excited to be getting a new sword, so I'm up a little early. Couldn't really get a full deep sleep, but I'm I'm up early getting some breakfast. Um, as I'm downstairs, if nobody's down there, I want to call whoever whoever's running the show down there mm-hmm. to, to my table, and I'm like, um. So and I, is it that same person that we talked to the first time we showed up? Are you wanting the so there's the barkeep? Yeah, I mean it's his his bar, so he is there. So pretty- I- I will go up to, I'll go up to the barkeep and have we paid for this place yet or no I believe you guys I think you guys are doing it afterward I think uh, Levy, oh yeah because we get a deal based on how long we stay yeah Levy worked out a deal that you guys didn't know how long you were going to be here so you could just pay when before you guys left okay so I want to I'm going to talk to this person and I'm going to be like um so we're going to we're going to head out today on something very important and we might or might not come back alive depending on how things go so before my friends wake up i just i want to cover the want to cover the tab you have you have on us it's like well uh, thank you for being honest um don't mean to be nosy but what what are you going to do that you may not come back alive well we're gonna go hunting and it's not something that normal folk usually just go hunting it's it's a huge lizard if you catch my drift it does you just kind of like think from it's like ah i've heard um heard some some stories and some going around lately so we'll wish you the best of luck uh we can settle our score um i don't remember if i actually ended up writing down how much we're gonna pay well that's on you 
dungeon. Yeah. Can you, can, you <laughs> you can make it up now. You can make it up now. Actually, I might have written it down. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm trying to go back through my notes real quick. See if I wrote down how much you were gonna. Could be free. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, I'd say. Yeah, if we didn't write it down, I'd say. I have no notes on it. Okay, I'd say. Levy probably could have worked out a deal for, say, maybe like two gold a, a night, and then for each of you, that's eight gold a night, and then you've been here. Uh, I think you've been here for. It would be five days so far since five we got days. Here. Yeah. Yeah, because so we got here one day, and then the sword, and then other days. So five times uh, eight be is it, yeah. So it'd be forty gold. And um, as soon as he tells me that, I'll, I'll place the forty. I'll give him the forty gold. Okay. Or I'll All give right. him what is it? Four platinum. Yep. I'll give him four platinum. Ooh, look at you, fancy schmancy. All right, you slide him the the platinum to pay for the cover the cost of the rooms. Yep. And um, he's like, he takes it and he's like, "Well, I wish you the best of luck. I hope to see you back." Um, just a quick, uh, just a quick question. If we do come back alive, or if we do, as if we make it back, can we, can we keep extending this, uh, this hospitality you have shown us? He's like, of, of course, of course. We're happy to see you back, and always happy to have returning customers, especially those going on dangerous errands. Well, I do appreciate the business, and you know we should be out of your nose by around noon. Sounds good. Best of luck. Thank you. You have a good day, sir. All right. He just goes back to uh, managing some of the other um, patrons that are coming down for breakfast and stuff. Yeah, I, I get some breakfast, too. <laughs> okay. All right. Everyone else makes their way down to get their breakfast? Mm-hmm. All right. I start bugging Levy and Steel Scarb out Dorvish. <laughs> I answer him in primordial. <laughs> I answer, I, I, I answer him in Celestial. Uh, I recognize I'm being fucked with. <laughs> I'm pretty sure those sound nothing alike. <laughs> um, how would I re- Okay, but... Oh, no, I have a high enough wisdom. Okay, so with this character, I actually have a high enough wisdom where I, my confusion, I'd be like, uh, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah. Nice. Okay, I try to learn the two separate languages without knowing what they are. All right. Make two chit rolls in intelligence checks at disadvantage. Ooh, for, okay. First one before primordial. Uh, okay, that's 10. Okay, so first one is 10 plus, so 14 for primordial with adept linguist. Well, here's the problem if they don't tell you what they said, you're not going to have any luck in figuring out what they said. So. Oh, okay. Well, I thought they'd be answering me. I thought they were answering what I asked. No. But then... no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Absolutely no. not. I'm just saying random shit. <laughs> okay. And yeah, so I would just... I. Uh, uh, actually, both of you so roll just... a deception. Both of you roll a deception real quick. Yeah. <laughs> deception. Am I good to at see, that? To see if he knows that. Uh, and then, yeah, I'll have you just make two wisdoms. Okay, yeah. so I'll be rolling wisdom saves to try and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so roll, roll wisdom to see if you can figure out that they're screwing with you and not actually answering you. So first one's for Levy. Okay, so that is 20 for wisdom. 
Um, close, but you you think Levy's speaking right? He's answering your question in Primordial. You don't and know. I I rolled a thirteen. Okay, and that one's a twenty-one. You do know that Steel Scar is screwing, screwing with you and is not actually answering your your question, but Levy, you think answered your question? Okay. <laughs> so my attempt to uh, speak Dorvish, I'm going to make a complete fool of myself. Speak primordial. <laughs> so it's a heavy primordial um, accent. If I try to speak Dorvish, primordial, was it gibberish mm-hmm. instead? There we go. Uh, okay. I um, what I what I for for player knowledge, what I read to you was um, instructions on how to bake a cake in Dor- in Primordial. <laughs> or what I said to you. Um, I know <laughs> instructions to bake a cake. Nice. Watch right. that end up being relevant information. You never know. Meet a, meet, a, meet a fire elemental who needs to bake a cake. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly pull out a language. <laughs> Oh, I love cake. <laughs> oh gosh! All right. And for reference, what I told you in Celestia was just "Good morning." Hope you slept well. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will not have retained that because I'll have known you were at least telling me something in some other language, and so I wouldn't have been able to make use of it. <laughs> so, so I don't know that you're wishing me well. <laughs> All right. So. Uh... You guys have nothing else you want to do. Uh, Steel Scar, you can make your way over to the cutlasses to get your sword. I will do. I will make my way to the cutlasses to get my sword. Um, before, before we before we do head out, uh, when we're having breakfast with the group, I'll let them know. Um, guys, I took care of the tab because who knows if we're coming back? I mean, we're gonna go face a dragon, and one of you guys might die. <clears throat> Wonder who that'll be. <laughs> never know never know we'll see what happens it's the dragon <laughs> dragon hopefully the dragon are you guys all following steel scar over to get his sword oh i don't even want um, them to like i want to just grab some spell components before we okay. head out because i have a spell that yeah. i want to use that costs 200 gp worth of diamond dust interesting I head out as I'll, a uh, kid, just running for my sword. Can I say okay, about so that? Steel Scar is going to get his sword. I'll volunteer to kind of wrangle everybody's horses and just get us ready to go. So as soon as they have their stuff, we yeah. can leave. Um, zero. Yeah. So I'd say, yeah, I think there was a um, Albright. No, that was a bookstore. I'm trying to see if there was a magic shop. Um, well, the place that had enchantments, I thought, was applicable. Yeah, I was gonna say that's probably the only. You're gonna have to go back to Hector's to get. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Was didn't Hector's have stuff like? That? I think he's like the only magic guy really in the town. Not, yeah. You have to. You get to Hector's. The you bomb. get to go visit Hector, uh, but just for the sake of time, we'll yeah. say you can make your way over there and pick up. Um, yeah, pick up some diamond dust. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right. So, Casimir, what were you doing? Um, I'm just gonna ha- uh, go along to Hector's. Okay, I got nothing better going on. All right, so Steel Scar, you make your way over to the cutlasses to pick up your sword. Uh, you make your way inside uh, early. Uh, you can see uh, the sisters who own the store are just kind of like uh, one of them kind of has a sword and it looks like has a whetstone is sitting there sharpening it. Uh, as the other one, um, the one that you spoke with, um, 
I don't know if they ever actually got their names. Um, she kind of looks up and is like, it's like, ah, you're back. Your sword's ready to go. Well, can I, um, can I see it? I mean, I know, you guys, I know you guys said that this was your first time taking on a job like this, but, you know, I placed my trust in, in all of you and, you know, hopefully we can all leave today happy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's like, of course. And she, uh, kind of heads in back and then comes out. Uh, she's kind of like holding the sword kind of like this. Uh, and she's like, here is your sword. She's like, Hector finished uh, the enchantments on it, um, earlier this morning. Um, it's ready to go. Can I inspect it? Sure. Uh, you go ahead and pick it up. Um, you are used to this weapon, so I'm not going to make your only thing. You pick it up, feel the weight in your hand, kind of like, you know, move it around. It, uh, it looks pretty similar to your previous sword that you lost. It is not identical because the only thing they had to go off of was Levy's drawing, which, you know, it's not going to have every single detail that was on that sword. Um, you also know it's, it's a little, it's a little lighter than the sword that you had previously. Um, you feel that to an untrained eye, um, they would, they wouldn't, they would not know a difference. Um, but someone maybe who is used to weapons such as this may catch on that something's a little off. So I catch that something is just a little off. Yeah. You catch that it's a little lighter and like, uh, like not as heavy, um, in that there are smaller details that were on the sword, kind of like some intricate patterns that aren't there previously. All right. But, um, so as I pick it up, I want to turn away from them and I just want to, I just want to swing it down a few times and, just see how it feels as I'm doing that. It feels good. I feel like you could definitely do some damage with this. Uh, it'll take a little, not super long to get used to it. You know, you're used to any weapon. You fought with all sorts of weapons, but, um, you know, you, you'll want to, this is something you paid for, you know, uh, you're ready to get and use it, basically. All right. Uh, will, actually, now that I think about this, I actually, I don't think you have to attune to plus one weapons. No, you don't. No, okay. you don't. Yeah, you won't have to attune to it. Not by default. There's a few special circumstances. This one does. No, okay. You're good. <laughs> so, um, as as in, as soon as I feel that it feels good in my hand, that it's that it's swinging how I mostly want it to swing, I turn around and I'm like, yeah, comes pretty close to what I used to have. It it swings how I want it to swing and Although it's a little on the, just a slight bit lighter than what I had it, I really have no complaints about it. It feels it feels really good. I I truly am impressed in the skill that all of you possess. The sisters kind of like look at my own like, well, thank you. We we said this is our first time uh, working creating a sword in the style of one from soon. Um, my sister here luckily was able to get a hold of a book, uh, that had some notes on weapons from soon. So we're able to, it was able to help us out a little bit, but uh, we're glad that you like it. I mean, to, to an untrained an untrained eye, you could literally not tell the difference, but you know, I spent most of my life with this style of sword. So the only, the only difference would be just 
slightly on the lighter side, but other than that, it's exactly what I asked for, and I couldn't be any happier. Thank you very much. Good to know. And she's like, well, and then the other one speaks up and is like, well, glad you like it. We do need to settle our debts. I believe you uh, owe 50 gold still uh, for the sword. And then do not forget to pay Hector. Not sure what your, um, you guys have dealt with over there, but he worked quite hard. He was with us for some of the process to get this done. No worries. Um, Steel Scar just feeling overjoyed. He does, uh, throw down the 50 gold and then he's like and I I take the sword that I had in my back and I like switch it with the new one that I got and I'm like well um I'll be honest I have no use for this sword anymore that I currently carry um and I know you 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 ladies sell weapons so anything we can do about this one and I'll place Um, it I'll place it on their uh Okay. On their table, and like, if if you have no use for it, maybe I can use it when I go to Hector's. Uh, the sister uh, that you've mainly the most of the talking with grabs it, uh, kind of like looks it over, you know, kind of holds it up, feels it. Uh, it is a plus one great sword, right? It is a plus one great sword as well. Okay. Uh, she's like, um, yeah, we're definitely used to using um, not as big weapons, but we could certainly. Uh, maybe sell this. Um, let's take a quick look. Uh, and they kind of like pull out a book, kind of like start looking through it. Um, and she's like, oh, we could, um, if you want to sell it to us, we could probably buy it for about 850 gold pieces. Holy smokes. I'm like, uh, thinking to how Levy does things, I'm like, well, yeah, I, I mean, that would sound really good. Um, just keep in mind that I, Steel Scar, work for the Goblin Gazette, and we are on a very important and heroic mission. And you know, you might have, you might find yourself holding the sort of a hero sometime soon. And wouldn't that go for much more, much more than what you're giving me? Good, make a persuasion check. You know what? I'm gonna do this with disadvantage because I'm still learning and I suck <laughs> at bartering. You wanna do that? Go for it. I will do that. <laughs> oh my god! I rolled the net twenty and then I rolled the two. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, what was this? A uh, persuasion? Yeah, it was persuasion. Oh, it's a five total. Yeah. Uh, they're like, yeah, we're not sure. We. Uh... You know, we still, make, we still need to make a profit on this when we sell it, and uh, like I said, that it's not the not the style of sword that most people are coming in here looking for. Uh, no, that's so fine. That's fine. fine. I understand. She says that in her best Pawn Stars impression. Best <laughs> <laughs> Pawn It's an ancient relic. I'll give you five bucks for it. Best I can do. <laughs> best I can do. So how much? Eight hundred and fifty. Eight fifty is what they said. Then. Then I, uh, I'll agree to that, and I'll sell my sword. All right, sold that plus one great sword for eight fifty. All right, and I have a plus one great sword technically still. <laughs> yes, <laughs> did one. So, as soon as I'm done with them, um, like, uh, well, thank you very much. Um, hopefully, whatever ends up happening with this, uh, what we're doing, maybe if I come back and we happen to come across some some rare swords or something, we, I might be making a stop here maybe we can do some more business 
Of course. Always glad to do business with you. But again, thank you very much. This is uh, excellent craftsmanship. I'm glad you like it. And um, I'll head out and then I'll head to Hector's so I can pay him. Okay. All right. Yeah, make your way up to Hector's. Uh, along the way, you run into Levy and Casimir. Maybe like as they're exiting the store, as you go in to settle your debts with Hector. Um, he's just kind of like tinkering with some stuff as you walk in. Uh, Hector, my man, how are you doing? I just picked up my sword and I was told that you did the last last of your work this morning, so I'm here to settle our debt. Ah, yes, I was just uh, making sure that everything was good to go and uh, the enchantment had taken hold well. I'm assuming you like the sword. It looked quite nice from what I saw. It's it's excellent. I uh, Like I told the Cutlasses, besides the fact that it feels a little lighter than what I'm used to. You know, to the untrained eye, you will never notice a thing. But, to, but for someone like me who's grew up and developed a skill with this type of sword, I can notice a little difference. But other than that, it's it's an excellent weapon. But how much I, do I owe you, my friend? I believe it was 800 gold. Well, good thing I sold that freaking one, plus one sword <laughs> then. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at the oh yeah, eight hundred gold it is. Well, and I uh, I take out the eight hundred gold and I I have a little bag with it and I place it on uh, on his counter mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, it was great doing business with you. Thank you very much. It's like a pleasure doing a business with you, boy. Boy, sorry, I was gonna say boys, but you can do it. you're the only one there. So doing business with you, Steel Scar. My pleasure, to well, Hector. All right. And he goes back to doing his work. And I'll head out and meet with the rest of the boys. All right. You guys meet up as Elamir's getting the horses ready and saddled to go as you guys meet up at the Fortune and Flagons, uh, ready to head out. Is there anything else you guys want to do for you? Yeah. Well, um, while, while the other guys are outside and I catch up with them, I'm like, well, guys, what do you guys think? And I'll, I'll take the sword out, like the sheath and everything, and I'll just toss it to Levy, and I'm like, what do you think about this one? <laughs> <laughs> just tossing him a 15-pound yeah. blade. Yeah. Dex, Dex check real quick, Levy. <laughs> We're going to have the artificer uh, sooner than you thought. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, 11. It's 11. not bad. Um, you can, oh, like... I was wrong. It's a 10-pounder. You, like, you like catch it, and it kind of, like... The blade kind of, like, bumps against the ground. <gasps> It's a pretty big sword. It's a bit, it's a bit heavier than I'm used. To, what, what something I'm used to? <laughs> um, it's actually lighter than what, what I used to have, so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I I, <laughs> I, I basically use daggers, so. <laughs> well, if you ever want to learn how to master the blade, let me know. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll let you know. I think I might need uh to up my physical fitness a bit more first. I grab his like I grab his uh, arm. Yeah, you look a little scrawny here, boy. You need to. It's okay. Need some more protein in you. It's okay. I put all I put all of that into the brain. <laughs> Mind you, I say is that Levy is not good? really that smart. Levy, Levy's not yeah, smart. Yeah, is the he's he's more um, socially smart. Yes. But I look at him. Well, I appreciate the fact that you had some uh, illustrations of 
my original sword deck in handy for them. So thank you very much. You should see the illustrations I have of Casimir in the uh, in the swimming thing, the swimming cape. Some <laughs> wonderful yeah. illustrations. Uh, maybe, for, maybe for another night, because right now we have important business to take care of. Cloak of the Manta Ray or whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just yeah, I just have a picture of Casimir like diving in, <laughs> flying like with the Manta Ray. Oh my gosh. Chirping like a dolphin. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> all right, are you guys all ready to set out? Yes, please. All yeah. right. Uh, so yeah, this at this point it's probably about one ish in the afternoon. You guys head out of Sailport and making your way um, up north to deal with the dragon Rimzarin. Um, oh, Scott. Yes. On my uh, on my D and D Beyond sheet, I am not going to make any changes to my Great Sword Plus One because it'll be a lot of work to do it. Yeah, that's fine. So I'm going to keep it as is because it's basically the same thing. Yeah, the same you can sword. edit its name or description or like add notes if wanted. Mm-hmm. So. Looks more. It looks like old are you, sword. Are you going to name your sword? Still <laughs> oh, I I will. Um, um, He's asking I, if you guys are traveling. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, this is, I, this is in character. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I. You're right. I should name this sword. It's um. It's been a tradition since forever, especially one that my master taught me. So I'll, I'll have to think of something unique for now. I'll think about it because I really wouldn't know what to name it. Maybe something in our journeys will inspire a name. Hey, if you end up killing this dragon with it, maybe uh, maybe Dragon's Bane or something. Steel Scar thinks about it. <laughs> Um, you know what? I'll think on that. You you make a good point. Maybe if I'm if I deliver the killing blow, then I'll definitely name it after the dragon. Maybe. Name it after the dragon. I'll consider it if I if, if and only if I do deliver the killing blow. All right. And on that note, I would like to share with everyone what I have learned about fighting a young blue dragon. Did you write all that down that I told I you? I did. I did write it all down. Well, everyone heard it, so unless you want to Wonderful. repeat it for all the, the players. We didn't I repeat that. So, But the, <laughs> the main points that I want to get over here is they are quite vain, and they are find insults extremely offensive. <laughs> uh, all right. Cool. So you guys make your way uh, to the Dragon's Lair, do you assume? And uh, you, it takes about a half day to get there, so it is dark when you guys arrive. Uh so are you guys wanting to head in or you want to rest but wait until you do that? I would prefer to wait. Okay. Yeah. Do you, um, do you just camp where Elamir and Casimir camped? Yeah. So so I'll, I'll show them where we camped and just kind of like point out what I can given the dark lighting. Because um, okay. they have humanitis. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I'll just tell them, you know, kind of recap because... Uh, Levy wasn't there. He went back to bed when Steelscar and I had our little chat. But just saying, like, over there is where we looked at the boat. Um, <laughs> didn't see anything. Here's the cliff. Blah blah blah. So basically, just giving a recap of what happened, and then say like, tomorrow morning, once we have some light, we can go into the cave, and then uh, we'll, we'll figure out how to get up in the air. All right. Cool. Well, so you guys can... for tonight, I'm gonna cast Lehman's tiny hut. Ritual. Yeah. Okay. Just to build okay. a small little hut to protect us. 
Yeah, so you guys find a spot. It's the spot they camped at right next to Stint Pond, um, which is not far from the ocean, the beach. Um, so you guys, yeah, make your way, make your camp there, rest for the night. Um, Casimir, I'm assuming your wasp is with you. <laughs> yeah, wasp is up above, has been up above us scouting, okay. and we'll keep watch for the night out just outside of the hut. Okay. Well, no, actually, I guess in the hut because no reason for it to be exposed. Okay. All right. So you guys rest up for the night. Um, uh, do you guys want to talk strategy before we go to bed? Uh, step one: don't die. Right. Right. <laughs> um, first so first of all, where is this dragon exactly? Uh, so, up a cliff and in a cave. Not okay. down the right side, but probably down the left side. Okay. That's about all I got. Okay. So what, what we were thinking, uh, at least to get up there, is our handy-dandy uh, combination of Steel Scar's magic rope and my immovable rod um, to slowly mm-hmm. get us up there one by one. Oh, I was Maybe just going to have the uh, wasp go up hand. and then press the button with the rod. Yeah, between we'll that have, and the mage hand, we'll, we'll have something covered. <laughs> I don't see why not. He stings it. <laughs> um, and then so once we get inside, I have no idea. Um, proceed well, slowly, but... So it's in a cave. Um, what's what's the outside the cave look like? Uh, beach, water, dead things. Pretty pretty open, yeah. Once It's just uh, so, the cave itself. Uh, near. That actually kind of plays into my our favor, then. Um... So here's my thought. Don't fight a dragon in its own cave. Let's, 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 I, I'm thinking since we learned that these dragons are so prone to insults and find them extremely frustrating and angry, we insult the crap out of it, run outside the cave and fight it out there. Don't dragons fly? Uh, well, blue dragons burrow, actually. Oh. They also fly. They also fly, but I figure they won't fly until they get out of the cave, because flying inside of a cave is probably not the easiest thing in the world. Um, I can't fly. That's fine. I also fine. can't really jump. Um, That's also fine. So if it flies, I'm I'm I can watch. <laughs> I mean, well, you you, you can teleport within thirty <laughs> feet. Well, I can teleport up, but then there's this whole thing where I fall back down and it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I got a sword. Um, I can only throw um, that once. But to that point, DM, looking at everybody, who would I say is the scrawniest looking here? When that. Uh, you looking like thing? strength from like a strength perspective? Or like who looks heavy and who looks light? The person who looks like they could take the who. I would say Levy looks like the one who's not necessarily prepared for a um. Elmir's negative one strength and his elven. Well, more, but you're wearing heavy armor. If he's looking at who's maybe I mean, not necessarily wearing like the bulkiest armor and stuff, I would say Levy. If he's looking at who's not the strongest, um, I had to look at between Elamir and Levy. I don't know. I'm, I'm Levy has an eight. Elamir has a nine. I'll say this: Steel okay. Scar, you've, you've been around both of them enough, or all of them enough, that you could probably figure out what exact. I don't know what you're trying to figure out, so you could probably figure it out. All right. Well, I mean. From from what I can see here, I mean, um, if the dragon did take off into the skies, I could 
more than likely carry either Levy or Elamir on my back, and we can give it chase, and one of you guys can just hit it from a distance as we try to close in the gap. I mean, I have arrows, uh, so this it, should be a problem for me. It would be risky because if anything goes wrong, it would be two of us falling down to our doom, so... I think the bulk of the plan, I agree with Levy, the, the bulk of the uh, strategy is just getting it out of the cave. Um, well, from there. Uh, if, if I was allowed to finish, I have I have a really good plan for this. So <laughs> Please, I, I, have, I have this spell that I haven't used because it takes a ridiculous amount of time to prepare. But if we can prepare it and set uh, basically a trap outside of the cave, we lure it outside, it springs the trap, it gets hit hard. Like, I'm talking hard. Put and it right in the mouth of the cave. On put the it right in the mouth then. of the cave, right on the cliff face. Blast it, and then we can, like, get a jump on it, basically. Hit it when it's not expecting it to be hit. You, of course, use, hopefully that's where it comes out of the use cave, Use its too. temper against, uh, against it. And to that point, I had an idea of how to lure it out. So, well, at, at, at first it was, I was hoping to, you know, use your, your, your familiar Casimir, um, but it is no longer a cat, so it actually might work better in our favor, but... I can also resummon the cat if needed. Could we send your familiar in while invisible, have it insult the dragon, and then fly back out spouting insults? Yes. Well, I don't think it can understand common, and it can speak with me telepathically. I don't think it can speak to the dragon. I don't think it can speak to the dragon. Okay. Okay. Um, find Steed. Let's find. If it can't speak, then we might be able. We might have to do something else of sending someone in, like maybe Elamir, who is ridiculously stealthy. Yeah. Um, well, um, I have a question. How high is the actual entrance? 150 feet, according to my calculations. All right. Um, well, uh, my rope can get you about 60 feet of the way up. Yeah. If I, if, uh, if, if, if I need to go in and lure it out... Um, like I said, we can use the the rod and your rope. We've we've done some crafty things with that before. Yeah, that 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 might work. Um, if if um, I take my rope out and like, well, here's the rope. If anybody needs to use it, I take it. And, and the but you attuned to that, right? It's not attunement. It's not attunement. I think you just no. press the button. No, no, no you're on the rope. Sorry, sorry. Just, um, just whenever you use this rope, and yeah, I forget your phrase. What was it? Um, you, if you want to activate it, you gotta say "climb on" and it'll. Okay, got it. And you Climb send on. It the way, you send it the way you want it to go. All right, perfect. So I'll hand my rope to uh, Elamir. If so... you destroy this rope, you owe me a new one. <laughs> Don't know where to get one, but sure. Where'd we find that anyway? 
We found it in the caves when we first met uh, Casimir. I'm sure I'll find another in the Dragon's Lair, no worries. Okay. So, uh, it's late. So, we're going to try for Levy to set his trap. Uh, do you need to set that at the entrance of the cave? That would probably be the best place, I'm thinking. It's basically, uh, I can set a trap, and then I can set it to trigger on whatever we want. So, okay. the idea would be... If a dragon comes within range of this trap, it ex- it, it fires off, is the okay. idea. So it sounds like uh, Levy and I will use the rope to get up there. He will set the trap. Uh, once he's ready, I will make my way... S- I'll assess when I get up there, but uh, essentially I'll be the one to lure it out. Uh, with insults, I guess, is what we're getting at. I, I, I have a list ready for you, don't worry. I Perfect. Can to you. And then uh, I will either use stealth or a nice fancy uh, maneuver to hopefully not die in there. Um, I, I'll send I my can... uh, weath with you. Uh, I can I can also make you invisible during that as well. So you okay. you you can be stealthy and invisible. Cool. How is drag? How are dragons' a sense of smell? Pretty good. Pretty okay. good. <laughs> I'll ignore have, that fact. Have you have you bathed recently? Uh, we were no. just at the end. Hopefully, you took advantage of the facilities. I don't think I did. <laughs> anyway, it didn't sounds like it. a plan to me. Cool. Um, I'm okay with it. All right, well, let's, yeah. let's try this. We sleep and try tomorrow morning. Yeah, and if we're once we're ready, and it's once it's morning, we can give it a shot and see how. How it all works out. All right. So you guys are going to rest up uh, mm-hmm. for the night. And then uh, the new day rises as you guys wake up with a bit of butterflies in your stomach as you were about to take on a dragon. Um, do you guys wake up? What is what is the big first step to set your plan into motion? Breakfast. <laughs> Most important meal of the day. And second breakfast. <laughs> All right. So you guys eat breakfast. Kind of quiet as you guys are just thinking about what you're about to face. Um, and you guys can make your way over to the entrance if you'd like. Well, Elamir, this is all you. Would would night have counted as a long rest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You you've had like two long I've had rests two since then. Okay. My, um, my health down, by the so way, I, uh, I know we, we've probably gone over this before, but just remember, we probably don't want to be using anything lightning against this thing. I will uh, not use my portable lightning rod. Probably, <laughs> probably. Well, is it a lightning rod that attracts lightning? No, it's a lightning <laughs> rod that gives lightning. Because, <laughs> I mean, if it attracted lightning, that could... <laughs> um... I take my lightning javelin and I do like embed it a little bit in the dirt nearby. I mean the uh, like the sand. So just at like the edge. Uh, so you have the water and then you have the sand. And so it's moist up to a certain like line. I'd put it like right at the edge of that line in the hopes that it might work as a lightning rod. <laughs> okay. Might. <laughs> All right. Um, what is the next step? So you guys can, so as you guys are staying there, basically walk down. Uh, toward the beach, make a left, uh, go northward. Um, just a little bit as you can see these tall cliffs um, just kind of like leading right up to the, the coast there. Um, and Elamir, 
and Casimir point out. Uh, you can still see the dead carcasses of the creatures. You see some like birds sitting there picking at them. Um, but as you guys look up, you can see about 150 feet up, there is a large kind of like hole in the side of this cliff. Okay. Um, well, I guess probably the first step is going to be us climbing up there. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll set up our, our rope and rod combination that we've used a few times to yep. lock it up and then um, just kind of slowly scale, I guess, one at a time up into the, the entrance. Is of the it cave. like a sheer cliff or is it like actually have like some sort of angle? Uh, so, uh, you can definitely go ahead and roll a perception check to see if maybe you can see any ledges or something that may be help, helpful. Uh, I rolled a 25. Yeah, I rolled a 24. 24 and a 25? Okay, um, yeah, you definitely think, looking up, you can see some spots where maybe you could, um, how long's the rope? 60 feet? Mm-hmm. 60 feet, so it'd take okay. three if we maxed it out, like, th- three lengths. Okay. Um, can we attach more, some ropes to the bottom of it? You can I also do that. We do it at like a, a segmented climb. Yeah, so you can. Um, you, you see some spots where maybe you could, um, you know, have the rope connect to. You climb up to that. Have the rope connect to another spot. Climb up to that. If that's what you'd like to do. Um, yeah. You think it would maybe take about three um, different connections to get up to where you want it to go. Okay. I instruct the wasp to help him, and I tell Elamir that it understands common. All right, yeah, so um, we'll do that. Send in the little waspy up. He's pecking the button. Attaches <laughs> to it. I say climb on. <laughs> Levy and I to these little uh, checkpoints. All right. Uh, See, so you guys watch as um, they do this little circus <laughs> charade is there. Wasp goes up with the little rod and uh, sets it in spots for you guys to be able to climb up. Uh, you eventually, Levy and uh, Elmer, eventually you make your way up to the top. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check as you get up there. 24. Mine is 13. Okay. Um, Levy, you're kind of like looking out the ocean. You can see way and just limitless ocean just am i inspired by the beauty it is beautiful i wouldn't say you're inspired though. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah musically inspired perhaps yes what about a sonnet maybe maybe sure yeah whatever whatever inspires levy at this point um elamir you uh you got kind of look around uh you can see into the the cave it looks like it extends um few feet in uh, that I can tell you. Uh, but you look around the ground and you see large like claw marks kind of like right on the edge of this um, perch for lack of a better word. Um, and you can see it looks like uh, it goes in probably about 45-50 feet this cave. And you can just see from the light outside um, and you have dark vision so you can see it looks like and then it splits off to left and right uh, but you can just see lots of like debris and stuff kind of like laying around on the ground like just uh, wood and broken wheels and stuff just kind of uh, scattered around the front of this cave um, 
Yeah, it looks like you do see like large claw marks in the ground. You'd imagine this is where like a heavy beast, you're assuming the dragon like, you know, is launching and uh, landing when it's coming in. Right. Um, so at this point, both of us are up there. Yeah. And so I'm going to go ahead and change the map. Woohoo. Uh, you guys see darkness, right? Yeah. Wow. My night. I definitely don't have night vision. <laughs> or so dark much, vision. So much darkness. <laughs> all right, heal me. This this is what I see when we go into caves, guys. This is all I see. <laughs> Not my light. Oh, we gotta change up the music a little bit. Um, where is the stupid uh, reveal? There it Come is. on, Scott. Did you forget how to use this? I haven't. It, hey, man. I feel like it's been a bit since I've had to use Roll Twenty. Actually, it has. We. Done a lot of exposition <laughs> and uh, actual. Uh, yeah, so you guys can see, uh, Levy can see too because it's still lighter. So you can see that kind of like it uh, goes in and kind of splits off. And you guys knew this. Casimir's wasp flew in. Um, your characters are up there, but. So, uh, so, so what we're looking at is like right here is like the mouth of the cave. Um, you you would say. No, so you get the mouth of the cave is up here. It's actually like outside, but Where we are. The, you so you guys are up here, and I will move. I'll move Casimir and Seal Scar just off the map. Are we for destroying right now. your battle map by forcibly not wanting to fight it in the cave? Maybe. Mm. Uh, see, so you can see the yak goes in and kind of goes to left and right. All right. Okay. Just gotta go away. <laughs> oh shit! I'm not in here yet. Yeah, you're still you're still on the ground. So the mouth of the cave. It, the idea was is to basically plant the glyph there. So we probably where all the scratches and stuff were. We would I would place down my spend the time to place down my glyph. Basically, the the way I want to do it is I want to take a, a brush and like dip it in the diamond dust and then like paint the the glyph on the ground. I'm assuming you're doing glyph of warding. I am doing glyph of warding. Okay, and what is, what effect are you wanting to take place? Yeah, so I want it to explode violently yeah. with um, with fire damage. Okay. And uh, I want it to trigger, so it will either have um, a dragon going over it, or on my command, because it can do. If I can trigger, okay. I can command it to. Tr- explode too. Yes, how it triggers a glyph when you cast it. The glyph's inscribed. Um, does it say it can have multiple triggers? You can further trigger it only under certain circumstances or according to the physical characteristics uh, or alignment. Uh, you can set a cre- also set conditions for creatures that don't trigger the glyph. Um, okay, I'd say yeah, you could add multiple because it looks like if you're saying triggers. Yeah, uh, you triggers. Yeah, so there's multiple. Okay, so yeah, either you activate. Sorry, I have like a fly just buzzing around my head. Uh, either you activate it or a dragon flies over it, basically, are the two okay. triggers, right? Okay. Yep. And then. Um, what is, how long is that? Is that an hour? Uh, yes, it lasts for an hour. Well, the casting time's an hour. I think it lasts f- until dispelled or triggered. Yes, it. yeah, in- yeah it lasts until dispelled or triggered, so infinite. Okay. Okay. While they're doing that, I'd like the wasp to go and double check the path it took before, just to make sure there's no changes. Okay, hold on, sorry. Um, okay, so he went in. When he went in, he went uh, down, right. and yeah, he went this direction over here. So you're gonna have the wasp go in again. 
Yeah, d just making sure that nothing changed the route that it already went. Right, so the dragon goes, or sorry, the wasp goes. Yeah. Dragon's just chilling right there. No, the, the wasp goes and, uh, and yeah, it looks like it's. I believe he went here and then he went down and then stopped at this point. It's when you guys called him back. I think he went down. Well, he hit, a, he hit a dead end. And so he came uh -huh. back to the fork and then he started going down the other side That's until right. we hit combat. So he never made it far enough to confirm there okay. was a dragon. Yeah, so he started oh. going down. He started going he down. He saw scuff marks and everything. And that was yeah, about so it. Yeah, so he started going down this direction. And yeah, so you're just seeing this hall, like the, the scratches. You're seeing like the debris and stuff. Um, but you're not seeing a dragon just chilling there waiting. So the whole goal is to at least eliminate one route. I had a question, Scott. Right. Yeah, what's up? For Glyph of Warding, if I have it shooting off a spell instead of the explosion, does it use two spell slots for that, or is that one spell slot for the just the Glyph? Uh, I believe it's one. I've looked at this before. Let me... Because a spell glyph, it's like you can store a paired spell of third level or lower in the glyph by casting it as part of the create as part of creating the glyph. Okay, effect when no effect when the glyph is triggered, the the stored spell is cast. If the spell is a target, it targets the creature that triggered the glyph. Um, let me just see. Two. It takes two spell slots. Takes two. Okay. Yeah, the first is for the glyph. The second, sec the second, the second is for the one that you are storing in it. Yep. Okay, that makes sense then. That's fine. I will not do that. Okay. That is a bit too expensive. All right. So where are you casting it again? Right, Entrance like basically where Ella, where Elamir is standing, basically. Yeah, because that's because everyone else is outside, and we want to bait it basically yeah. outside of its cave to fight how big is the um how big is the rune um it, it's like five or doesn't that oh 10 feet it's 10 feet in diameter yeah so it basically cover this whole um yeah i the idea would be to like center it since we figure that dragon would be coming out and take up most of yeah. the space okay all right. Uh, so you guys are all just wanting to wait an hour while Levy does this. <clears throat> uh, yes, and then uh, if um, the if it's going to take an hour, then I would have the wasp. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, Elmir. No, I, I was on the same lines. I've thought uh, just having the wasp scout and um, but I'll I'll tell the wasp since it understands common to you know. Make sure not to alert the dragon. Okay. Just yeah, for and I agree with that because I'm telepathically communicating with the wasp too. So I'll have it, yeah, finish off that dead end fork and then very slowly and carefully checking the other fork. So I guess, okay. yeah, the only thing it's doing is trying uh, here, not to let me, let me Let me just put a something there for your wasp. Just so we have something. Where is it? I'm, I'm getting. He's getting oh. a token. I'm like, just getting is, a token. Is it this right? like brown thing? <laughs> That's supposed to be like a broken chest. Mm. Right, let me just find something real quick. Looks wasp-like. You can just Here type wasp. 
I did. I didn't find anything. But here's a little, oh, uh, wow. a little, little insect right there. <laughs> All right. So tell me where you want to move them. So that left branch is the one that it went and found as oh, a dead yeah. end last time, right? Uh, no, so he, so I believe what happened was he hit this wall, and then he came in here and hit this wall. There is actually space over here that he didn't go explore. Because you just basically told him go forward until you hit a wall, basically. I told it to happen. follow the cave until I was told to just keep following the cave and reporting. Yeah, I, scene. I thought it got to here when you guys pulled it back because you guys wanted to come. But regardless, whatever ended up happening, so there is a spot down here that he so would have send it right seen. there. Um, <clears throat> go ahead and make it have it make a perception check. Okay. What is its perception? Do do do. Why do they? One sec. Every time I make a custom creature, it keeps like shrinking its stat listing. So it's supposed to have a perception, but then it disappears. Um, the roll is a 14. I'm double checking the stats. Okay. I wouldn't imagine a wasp has great perception. Uh, it looks like it's just... I know it's not a negative, but... It's nothing. It's just whatever you rolled. It's a 14. Okay. There we go. Okay. Um, so, it, it from what it can tell, it looks like, yeah, this is just a dead end. It does see, like, um, something shiny in the dirt right about here. Uh, wait, I'm on the wrong item. Right about there. Uh, I tell it to try to carefully get a little bit closer. Okay. All right, it kind of goes over and hovers, and as it looks, you can, uh, it, it, you can't see through it. It just communicates to you, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it basically tells you it looks like there's some sort of gem or something. They're kind of half buried in the dirt. Okay. Um, you said that it's dirt. I have yeah. it like mess up the dirt, um, like about two feet away from it, so making like a pretty readily apparent like markings in the dirt, so that way any of the others who go that way can notice it. Okay. As it kind of starts to mess with the dirt, the ground falls. As the the gem falls with it, and it just okay. kind of the ground just crumbles down, uh, and probably goes probably about um, twenty feet down into just this pit. Okay. Um, I told the wasp, obviously, don't follow the dirt. <laughs> All right. Okay. Whoops. Um. So I guess you got an hour. 20 foot pit there. Okay. Um, I tell the wasp to uh, continue along. So that is a dead end. Okay. So right here, it's a dead end. And if it checks yeah, both a, here and a, here. Right there. Yeah. I had okay. some reason it put my, uh, my hole in the ground behind <laughs> the, the land. Though so the layering issue. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to the map mode, right-click on the map yeah, right there and click uh, put, move to back, and the there you there go. There you go. It's a pit. Okay. Pit. Okay. Um, I tell the wasp to head back to Levy. Okay. I'm still painting. Okay. <laughs> um, I, have, I instruct it to scratch out in the ground, um, dead end, found pit. <laughs> okay. Lost and dead end found pit lost shiny. 
Okay, you see it's rudimentary. Um, at this at this spot, though, you're, there's not dirt. It's oh, there's rock. not. Yeah, this is rock. Oh. We're letting. Um, well, I guess oh, there are a little bit ways in the cave, so I can't really yell up to him. Um, okay, I have it. Just wave at him, and then it head down the opposite this way. <laughs> yeah, so just waves its things at him. Well, it'd probably be Elamir that you're talking to because it's not. Gonna Elam, be I mean Elamir. I'm yeah, sorry. I keep him. screwing up names this week. It's bad. Okay, I'd have it go down this path then. Okay, so uh, I mean, Elmir's standing here. You can Wait, see. How but... big was the uh, shiny thing? It was just like a hand size uh, sapphire. I'm gonna be a dumbass and have the wasp try and pick up the shiny thing. Okay. So back over, uh, flies down in the pit. Um, Go ahead and make it, have it make a perception check, see if you can find it down in yeah. the, you know. Uh, 11. 11? Okay. Um, I'm just thinking of this pit and, like, having nightmares about onk eggs again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... So as the wasp is flying down, looking for the, uh, the the sapphire, it is suddenly impaled. Oh, uh, as it gets down there, it uh, so it takes um, it was fifteen points of piercing damage. Yikes. As it goes down, it's just impaled on. It's dead. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure that it would be able to. It's able to communicate you in the it, 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 it would scream, and I would be able to know that it was unsummoned. Yeah. yeah. It just dies. Ouch. <laughs> that probably would have been too far away for me to hear. Uh, it wouldn't have made any noise other than buzz. It was a wasp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay. It so. can't really scream out. Buzz! <laughs> uh. Without trying to be too uh, knowledgeable of an event that I didn't witness, but uh, did like I don't know. Would you be aware that it died? Other than Casimir telling you no, the only one who knows it's dead is Casimir. But we okay. would notice it's, it's missing. You would notice it hasn't right. come back. That, that's what I was getting to. Is like how, how much time, time has passed. I mean, it's Casimir. You're gonna say anything? Well, he's. Well, I kind of They wouldn't be able to hear me. Would I'm at the base of the cliff, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like you could shout up and they'd hear you. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd be shouting. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, it's up to you. I, I would definitely be shouting up at them. Okay. All right. So you guys can hear the the water hitting the beach, but you guys can make out Casimir shouting that the wasp has died. Okay. Something killed Weath. <laughs> Um, me. How how much time are we into Lovey setting his trap? Uh, I'd say not very long. <laughs> not, yeah, it's not been super long that he's in this. Okay. Maybe like fifteen minutes. So I start I know... casting Fine Steed immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know the wasp is dead. Um, do I perceive any other commotion further into the cave? Um, make a perception check. Uh, twenty-one. Um, yeah, you're not like you're like listening. Um, you can just hear the the wind coming in from the the outside, just because it's along the beach. Just the wind is kind of rushing in and kind of going down this cave. Is just kind of hearing this loud, just kind of droning sound. 
as you guys are just standing in this cave. That's all you can really make out. Sure. The occasional um, sound of levied painting on the ground. Yeah. What then... does painting sound like? A happy little bush. <laughs> My Bob uh, Ross again. Yeah. yeah. Happy uh, little yeah. So I'll try to communicate as quietly as possible that we'll, you know, keep going. And I'm just kind of watching and listening the the rest of the cave as Levy finishes up. Okay. Casting your casting find seat again. Mm-hmm. I did you I don't recall am I allowed to summon a giant bat? I know I can't summon the pteranodon because obviously dinosaur. Was it did it fit the description? I mean you had some I feel like underdark no, no, I didn't keep any, or yeah, I have Underdark Knowledge, but I, I kept out anything that was monstrosity or evil. Uh, did we and also And I kept out dragons and the undead. Say, um, no, I think we were fine with the large creatures, because you can summon a... I kept the CR below the one-half limitation. Okay, I mean, sure, yeah, you can summon something in the form of a giant bat. Okay, then yeah, and oh, and giant bats are one, one-fourth, so it's actually half of everything else. But So yeah, I'll summon a giant bat. Okay. Watch as this giant bat comes fluttering up toward you. Would I still be at the bottom with somebody? <clears throat> you just going down there with Casper. Okay. Yeah, what would you guys like to do? Uh, I think continue with the plan as long as no okay. dragons hurling out. If yeah, you I'm going to send the bat down the other side. I'm, I'll, I'll leave the shiny alone. Okay. Can I tell the bat to not? Oh, yeah. <laughs> where are you standing, Elamir? Tell me, move your guy to exactly where he's standing. Uh, I'm assuming I, he's... I would just be a little bit further in. I, I wouldn't be going too far. So, like, he's enough here that he can look down that hall, right? Uh, Sure, yes. Okay. Yeah, so then you can see, and from what you can tell, it looks like it hits a dead end and then maybe makes a turn right there, but you can't really see down there because you're not there. Okay. Um... Yeah, I send so a I written note up with the bat. <laughs> sure. Okay. So, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll write a note and post that. What do you What do you post? Oh, okay. It, well, yeah. All right. Okay. The note would effectively be telling Elamir, um, like describing what I information I'd gotten from the wasp about like the length of cave that there was a shiny thing, the ground okay. collapsed, and then you know obviously something killed the wasp. Okay. So just tell him. There was a dead end, but there's something that killed the wasp in a hole. Okay. Okay. So I, I take this messenger bat and I <laughs> I, I ask it. It's a, it's a big bat. It's actually considered a large creature. So it's okay. Actually, so, it's like I mean, it's taking up. It's taking up like the entire hall. Yeah, it's <laughs> five by five, or let I me mean, yeah, two like, square by two square. Stumble through. <laughs> so I'll I'll ask it. Uh, if it's going to go further, wait until Levy's closer to being done. We don't want to bait the dragon before the tra- is, trap is set. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, if you I guys have, are waiting, I have the bat hang out with them. Okay. If you guys are literally, he hangs up down. If you guys are waiting, um, yeah, Levy, you finish up your glyph of warding. Sweet. Just chilling there. All right. All right. So I'll tell, uh, I'll ask Levy, say, um, so you say they're vain. Um, do you have this list of insults I'm I supposed do, to use? I do, and I pull out a small list, and I'm going to PM them to you so that you can you can read them because it's honest. I give them a slip of paper to have. Okay. So, yeah. 
here's my wait i'm gonna only send it to you there's your bat oh my formatting came out crap though yay it's a bat it's i think i get it I, I see what you tried to do yeah there's three five five that's better okay cool okay um so i'll tell him i've been working on uh some of my my portal training and i i think i have a way out if worse comes to worse so okay i okay. think it's best you you join the rest and i will uh see what i can do um message me in 10 minutes if you don't hear anything uh message has a small range i can only do it within like eh, a city's blocks basically okay then uh, I guess At tell Casimir to send a big bat if you don't hear me. <laughs> okay. Well, I could send the bat behind you. The bat can be fairly... It won't like be super close. It'll be far back enough that it won't impact your stealth, but if something happens, it can rush back or I can yell up the cliff. Um, I communicate this with you. not my bat. <laughs> be before I go, I'm going to cast Invisibility on you, though. Okay. And play a little song. A quiet song for Bardic Inspiration. <laughs> And are you making your way down, Levy? Um, yes. Are you standing? I'm okay. going to make my way down, but I'm just going to cast Feather Falling on myself and jump. Okay. <laughs> all right. You guys are watching. And then invisibility, does that affect my stats at all? Um, it like, does not, but uh, anything you're wearing or carrying is invisible as long as it's on you, This uh, and you just can't attack. Okay, or else it'll end. Yeah. Okay. I, I flinch as uh, Levy tosses himself off the cliff. <laughs> and I fall real slow. <laughs> nice and slow. Uh, All right. So I'll go uh, ahead and cast uh, and Pass Without a Trace on myself. Okay. So you yeah, um, have ability and Pass Without a Trace. And then... Um, no one's finding him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I will start... Um, with the with the bat, I'll I'll tell it to, to come with me, um, and I'll take a peek down. I'll make my way here and peek at that crossroad where you're talking about. Okay, uh, so you get here, uh, and looking across, you can see. Um, make a perception check. Nine. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to see how far does your. Uh, dark vision go 60 feet 60 feet okay so reveal 5 10 15 20 25 30 35 40 45 50 55 60 okay you can see that uh long hall ahead of you the ground in this hallway has just been torn up but it's just been absolutely shredded um and as you are standing there, it looks like it just drops down and into just a hole. And you can see what looks like the ground down there. It's probably about, again, 20 feet down this pit. Um, and you can see that it looks like there is, from what you can make out, just the slightest. looks like maybe a bend there in the hall. Um, but you can't quite tell at this point if it's uh, hitting a wall or if there's more there your dark vision's only going out 60 feet okay um can i ask a little or big bat to uh take a peek at that corner and tell me uh, if it looks go here and take a look 
Uh, yeah, there. Uh, Matt is going to take advantage of blind sense and echolocation. Meaning? <laughs> Meaning there's a degree to which it could see around the corner without physically having to stick its head around the corner. There's somebody to look at it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm communicating with it and in, in hopes that it doesn't uh, and Bat can't use end up like we... It was blind sight, get it. Oh, I say fine. Blind sight. Blind sight of 60 feet with echolocation and keen hearing. Or it's three. You can perceive it's running without relying on sight at this. Okay. Okay. Blind sight's okay. Uh, well, let me. And if it takes 15 uh, points of damage, this one won't die instantly. Move, move the bat to where you want him to be. I don't know if I have control of it. I do not. Oh. Click on the token bat, and you can give all players control if wanted. He's a big bat. Yeah, it's a big flat flat. There you go. All players can move him. Flat, 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 flat. Be able to move him. There you go. All right, so where do you have him so I can figure out where the 60 feet is going? So, Elamir, what would you have him be scouting? I want him to see what's down this turn. Um, or what I perceive to be a turn. Okay. Let me... The bat is going to fly as high above the pits as it can. Okay. Um, because go ahead and make it have a per, have it make a perception check. <laughs> you wrote wit rip weath on the map. Yep. <laughs> ah crap! I'm gonna use luck because that was a two. Can you use? Does your bat have luck? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. No. That, yeah, I don't you know the limitations luck. then. Yeah, you have luck, not the bat. Okay, uh, then that was a three total. Okay. Um, so the bat flies up high up into the uh, air, and as it does so, uh, it is going to take ten points of piercing damage as it flies up and is suddenly just impaled on something above it. And as it is, uh, it would see if it was a stalactite, it would see that. It is now a stalactite. Okay. Um, so as it, as it is sitting there, just in pain. Oh, God. Like, Elmer, you hear this noise up above you. Uh, kind of like... Uh, it, it, it suddenly sees now hanging all along the roof of this is just these needle-sharp glass shards. Just what would be like a stalactite, but it's just glass. So why wouldn't it have seen those? Yeah, I'm wondering since he's blind sight. Since he doesn't have to rely on sight. Okay. It's I'll actually, say, yeah. I'll but say, no, I think that's actually really cool and terrifying, though. Uh, okay, so we'll say since has blind sight, and the whole point is the class difficulty, it did not lose health. But it, it's able to avoid, or as it's going up, it avoids this these just glass stalactites basically hanging all over the place. This whole cave is just like death and terror. <laughs> It's a dragon's lair. All right. I, I, uh, I think dragons have horrible realtors. What do you want him to do? Um, My intention not die at this point. I'm not very picky. Anything. How far do you want uh, to go? I need to figure out where the six. How far he's going? Because if he's I going, think he'll right, go. I think he'll go right there. Okay. Okay. Well, without having to figure out the exact. Oh, what am I doing there? 
So you can see that it goes to here. Um, you can see, I'm just going to reveal this. You can see that there is a hallway here, and he actually is able to detect that. Uh, where is the stupid? Uh, that there is actually another hole right there. Okay. But, um, and then, so down here. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Yeah, I think it's like another one square, I think. So you can see that the hall goes down here and opens into a room. Where's okay. that? Um, for me, I will um, just take a step closer kind of kind of sweating a little bit and then uh recall the the list of insults levy prepared for me and uh i'll just start to i know the dragon's name right rimzarin is his name yes and that was given us to us in the query or whatever yeah the contract you had okay uh so i'll just shout uh rimzarin are you there and i wait a second for any sort of response silenced I say uh, and then I like can I can I read in the dark does dark vision work like that yeah you can see I mean you have, yeah okay. you can see it so I'll pull out this paper and I'll be like uh, the invisible paper <laughs> oh yeah the invisible paper while I'm invisible and I'll say uh, that, you... is, hold on, that is a great point if paper is invisible can you read the paper no you can't well can you see yourself while you're invisible no, I would think no. I don't think I have can no see idea it. how the invisibility works. Well, I did look at it before I went in. Yeah. So okay. So yeah, I'd say you're you can't read. You pull out the paper out of instinct and in, instinct and try and look at it and realize you can't see the piece of paper. And I'll say, um, well, I guess invisibility is not. I do think I do if you were to. I do think if you drop it, it would appear. Okay. I'll I'll put it on the like ground. It, I think it's like as long as it's on you. Yeah. Okay, so you drop it then. and it appears. <laughs> and then you pick it back so, up. You can read it. Not, not be- oh, yeah. <laughs> this is cool. Uh, not being as charismatic as our, our dear bard friend uh, it takes me a second and I like rehearse it. I'm like, do you burrow so much to avoid seeing a real dragon in the sky? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you burrow so much to avoid seeing real dragons in the sky? Go ahead and roll. Mean- and then I like look at another one. You must be the runt of your family. Since you're just like a young dragon or whatever they call you, <clears throat> trying to ad lib, getting a little cocky. Go ahead and uh, make a performance check. Okay. Uh, unless they're at disadvantage. Uh, 16. At disadvantage? Yeah. Wow, that's not bad. <laughs> I it was 20. <clears throat> you, you get these jokes out or these insults, and you, you think you do a pretty good job of it. Um, is silence nothing you do hear just the whoo sound i'm assuming you're shouting this too yeah i'm shouting okay yeah uh and then i'll 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 round up the list um are you're a blue dragon is that because you're so sad (laughs) (laughs) are you a dragon or a wyvern i couldn't tell because you're so small Yo, who wrote these dad jokes for real? Thank Levy. you. Levy, Levy wrote them. I wrote them. 
one more. I thought he had five. Did you read five or did I miss one? I thought he did five. I combined two of them yeah. at the beginning. Okay, okay. You read out the jokes and you you don't hear anything. My jokes okay. have no effect. Just the sound of the cavern. Okay, As the bat okay. you hear the you hear the wings flapping of the bat. <laughs> Let me see. Um I have a. What do I have? I don't know. But um, I'll uh, I'll ask for the bat to come back. I'll, I don't know. Hey, hey, bat! <laughs> it belongs to Castamere. <laughs> and I'll ask it to come back and uh, I'll ask it if it can just start flying through the tunnels screeching at this point we need to be found okay you want to have your bat do that yeah okay where's he going uh, this way alright just for simplicity's sake here so I'm not just incrementally revealing things are you just going to have it go till it finds a dragon is that your intention here um, or you want, you want to go incrementally and make decisions as you go I think it'd be incrementally because okay. I've won it I don't know I'm trying not to be a total jerk to these spirit creatures that's fine <laughs> okay so uh, get to that room hold on let me do some math real quick to see what all it can actually see All right, so you have 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. So about right here. So you can see that there's a hall in here. Um, it does detect that um, there is another pit here that just went behind the other piece of the map. But <laughs> <laughs> to back, there you go. Um it's different because I, I had originally done a different texture and I changed it, so, and I didn't delete it. I just left it there. Uh, all right, so that's that. Um, Holy shit! I've... There's your cart, Casimir. <laughs> it, it looks a little worse to the wear, and I don't think I ever got the mend of spell. 20, 30, 30, 30, 40, 40, 50, okay, so you can see down to here that there's a hall here. Why did that not reveal it? Reveal. Okay, so yeah, as he enters this room here, um, there are just, uh, yeah, like you see broken, he sees like broken carts on the ground, um, or I guess you can't necessarily see him, but can detect that there's a broken cart on the ground. There's like a ship there that's just like had the mess and was like tossed around on the ground. <laughs> Where would you like to move to next? Um, not the pit. Okay. So down this way. Those have me twitchy. Okay. So it goes... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Okay. Let's see if the hall goes down that way. Okay. I still feel bad about the wasp. <laughs> 
Uh, so it does detect uh, that there is a uh, large set of just glass spikes right there sticking out. Like out of the wall or the ceiling, the floor? Yeah, out of the, out of the wall. Sorry, out of the wall. Unless, like, if you weren't looking, you'd walk right into it. Oof. Okay, I'm glad I, uh, oof. <laughs> glad you have blind sight and death row 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30, yeah, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. I don't like bat kebabs. Um, okay, so I'm just gonna do this. So it detects that there's a large room ahead. Uh, okay. It detects that. Um, I'm gonna have it start screeching there in is that a direction. Hole. Dang it! Freaking map. The, the layer thing being weird. Yeah, there is a hole right there. Um, so bat starts screeching. Eek, 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 eek. Yep. Okay. Uh, bat starts screeching. Um. No response. No movement or anything. Okay. Um. Well, he, he he's not fully in there, so he can't. Yeah, because if you were to go here, that's dealing with glass. And I, I don't see this dude being uh, a graceful dancer. I don't. I, I, yeah, I think that's Elamir's domain. It could, it could, I'm sure it could find a way to get around it if that's what you're. If it landed and hopped forward. Yeah. To, yeah. Okay. It could find a way to get past it. Okay. I'll, I'd have it just go. Tick, 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 okay. To not get impaled or stabby stabbed. Okay. And you having it go right there? Uh, right here. Okay. Well, it uh, detects that there is again. So there's like large stones just kind of in the room. Uh, detects what senses to be like some sort of large boat or something like that, and then another boat over up here and then like what it seems to be another cart uh and then it does detect that there is another hole which is probably going to go around the behind the freaking thing what, i wonder if i could go to front yeah there we go make it go to two front before i reveal it that helped remove it up okay so that's what you're able to that's what oh, you're, able you're to having to transfer layers and deal with multi oh geez yeah oh fun props to you <laughs> uh, so yeah, it detects that it's in this room. Is back here a wall, or does it keep going? Uh, it, can it can't quite tell. It can't tell. Okay. Good answer. Um, I'm having to go here, here, and then to here. Okay. Um, I'm trying to communicate with the bat that pits are probably bad. So it does detect that there is a large entity ahead. Um, so it detects that there's like some large structure ahead, maybe a rock or something. Mm -hmm. And sitting up atop the rock, it detects there is some sort of creature. Something big. Yes. Well, big equals bad no matter what it is. Um... <sighs> I don't have any way I can communicate with the others. Well, I, I guess I would be describing what's going on. So I tell the others, okay, the thing is past some spikes and it's past some pits and it's past some spiky pits and boats and wagons. And I want the wagon. And then there's another boat and another wagon. And we should probably get a boat. Um, <laughs> we should avoid the spiky death walls. We should avoid the pit. Pretty much everything in this cave pretty much just has this big warning label of don't touch. 
All right, have well, the I... bat make have the bat make a deck save. Okay. Um. So that's a fourteen plus three seventeen. Seventeen. <clears throat> okay. It takes uh, as it just kind of like <clears throat> senses the creature moves a bit, and suddenly it just bats can hear, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, can hear. Here's just kind of this. Uh, as it takes, um, let's see, 20, oh God. Oh my God, I am like the worst summoner ever. Oh my gosh. Or the best because you're just, yeah, yeah, yeah. 27, 27 points of lightning damage. He, he, he's dead. So there's a toasty bat corpse right there. Actually, I think it just disappears, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, he does. He just poofs. <laughs> he just poofs into the air. But I'm probably going to resummon him, so I'm going to put him there. Okay. Okay. Um, Did I hear any of that? Yeah. I mean, you heard just a large, uh, loud, just roar <laughs> as it echoes through the cavern. Um, so yeah, I hear. I'm guessing from my <laughs> perspective. Well, no, I guess it would just be the bat going <laughs> loud, big, you know loud, bright, and then dead. <laughs> Fudge. So I'll shout out uh, Rinzarin and then see if I can uh, hear a reaction or anything coming closer. I immediately start recasting <laughs> my steed. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's gonna burn through all the spell slots. Yeah, probably. All right. Are you, are you so, doing a bat again? Um, let me let me know. I'll, I'll, yeah, no, I'll I'll wait until you decide if I'll have the ten minute time needed. Um, so Elamir, you shout out Remzarin. Um, yeah. you just hear another roar. Uh, so I'll, I'll try my I'll try, I'll try my insults again. They'll <laughs> be like, uh, you must be in this cave because you're so scared of humans. <laughs> and like realizing that I'm not a human, be like, and elves. <laughs> nice. Gotta make sure you add that. <laughs> and then say, uh, do you burrow so much to avoid seeing real dragons in the sky? You go ahead and make a per, uh, performance check with disadvantage. Okay. You do still have burning inspiration, probably. 16 and 15. So 15. Okay. Um, no response. Okay. Just continue to hear the wind blowing into the cavern. Uh, how much how much room do I have on the this edge of this hallway to like kind of shimmy across the hole? You don't think there's much space there to shimmy. You can attempt to, but it's pretty. It's a pretty th- uh, thin maybe thing there that you could maybe try and shimmy by, but it would be pretty treacherous. Okay. Um. To... Probably don't have my movable rod if that's what got people down. They didn't get anyone down. It was still up there. I yeah. I oh, jumped. You jumped. Yeah. Yeah. Jumped. It's still there. Okay, so I still have my movable rod. Uh, well, I think it's still there unless you grabbed it. I think yeah. it's still this I'll guy. run back and grab it. Okay. And uh, I assume I have the rope as well. 
Oh uh, yeah. You would you would still have the rope because you never give it back to me. It's connected. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'd like to try to use the two to get to this alcove here. Well, I think the rope can go sixty feet. Oh, but I guess. Um, the rope can go 60 feet but you have to be holding it at one end so that's why we're using yeah. the immovable rock to hold it in one place what do you mean so the the way the rod works from what I have it in my description is that uh, where the hell do I have rope of climbing I mean the 60 foot length of silk rope weighs 3 pounds and can hold up to 3,000 pounds if you hold one end of the rope and use an action to speak it the command word the rope animates Mm-hmm. And then you can send it out into a, a direction of your choosing. Yeah. So in order for him to keep it like going forward, he has to have it his end tight somewhere, which is why we were using the uh, immovable immovable rod to keep it in place at the okay. end that he was holding it, and then it would just be stretched out. I think then I kind of misunderstood because I think that he'd need to be holding it as it's leading away from him. Yeah. The whole time. So, yes, he, so so he, so how is the immovable rod helping you? So what he's trying to do is he's going to hold it and send it out to a, the, the direction of his choosing. Once yes. it's stretched out, he would attach it to the immovable rod on his end and plant it. So okay, so he's the rod's going to hold it. The rod yeah. and he's going to tie onto something is what you're doing. Yes. Okay. Okay. Was, I thought you were saying you're tying the movable rod on the end that's going out. I'm like, no. No, because it can uh, it can hold up to 3,000 pounds. Yeah, but it was, I was thinking more the rope trying to push the button. Uh, it was just, mm-hmm. <laughs> but she was pushing me too far. But no, I understand what you're doing. Okay, so I'd say you could... Um... It's 60 feet. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there'd be what he'd have to be able to... like tie it on I can try to shoot one into the rope I can tie it to an arrow and try to shoot an arrow into the wall yeah what do you are you wanting to attempt to do it to a stalactite or do you want to do something else I would just try to tie tie the one end and um, anchor it to a wall with an arrow okay uh, then go ahead. I'd say if you're like in this corner right here, you could probably get a shot on that wall. Uh, so go ahead and make uh, an attack roll. Okay. Uh, 18. Plus 18. Um, trying to think. Yeah. So what was the total? 28. Okay. The intention here is to shoot the arrow into a stone wall. Do I think an arrow could pierce a stone wall? Huh. What was he carrying? Are we going off of real world or game world? arrows? He's just carrying basic arrows. They're not. I don't know that a arrow would be able to pierce a wall, this wall. So I would okay. say you shoot the arrow with the rope attached to it, especially with the rope attached to it, and it hits the wall and uh, shatters. Okay. Um, if it's a standard air with a broadhead, yeah, it would chip the wall and then just drop down. I don't think it would embed itself. So 
Uh, Basically, the consistency of this cavern is there are sections of rock. There are looks like dirt or sand or something that was brought up here. Um, and that's what you're sensing or what the wasp encountered where these holes are. It seems like that was brought up. Yeah, it's basically like what I uh, a beach kind of cavern, but up high, like where there's like some sand in there and there's some rock. Okay. Um... checking to see if I have any tricks. I mean, I have uh, Misty Step, but that's 30 feet. Sorry. Uh, you're going to try Misty Step? Yeah, it's only 30 feet. You could always feet. just jump and Misty Step before you hit the ground. The rest of the way. <laughs> but, um, would I have seen Casimir summoning a new creature since I'm down there? I'd, with say, I'd say at this point Casimir would have summoned another bat, yes. Um, I'll pick something in a moment. Or whatever the creature is, but yeah, yeah. Say at this point, cool. would have been able to summon it. Um, uh, since I'm like, I'm just basically waiting down there, I would ask Casimir, like, um, is everything all right up there? It seems that you summoned a... Oh, no, I, I would have, yeah, totally walked these guys through and told them, uh, describing the cave and told them, hey, it's a large cavern. Hey, it detects a uh, big platform and some large creature. Uh, hey, something just zappy zappy poofed the bat. As soon as he would have said zappy zappy, I'm like, well, I mean, from what Levy and I read in the books, that might be our creature. If it's. It was also very loud, apparently. Well, no, I guess I wouldn't know it was loud. I would just know that the bat describes bright followed by dead. Yeah, the bat would have only had you know, you know something like bright and dead. I don't yeah. think it would have had a moment to consider. That's lightning. Yeah, would it, we would have heard like the roar and stuff. But yeah. So yeah. just real quick for the rope, yes. because it's magical, can't I have it stretch out and then the end that I'm holding gets tied to the rod? That would not Would it not remain firm? No, I think it could. Yeah, it would because um, it's a. Uh, That's kind of what I originally thought. Because once you once you say the the magic uh, the actual activation yeah, magic work, it, um, it animates and it in any Sweet. direction it goes, it can hold up to three thousand pounds. Just seeing so you know, the same thing across the holes before. When so, the the time I'm remembering you guys did it was when you were saving Garagar and you were trying to cross a like river of lava, basically. Yeah. And when you guys did that, um, I believe what someone did was they like leapt up high or something and clicked the button up high with the rope attached to it, and you guys just kind of swung across. Swung across. Also, the the what I recall happening. Also, just keep in mind that the rope does have an AC of 20 and 20 hit points. And if there's anything that would cause it damage to it, you'd have to roll to hit. And if the rope does drop to zero hit points, it is destroyed. Okay. okay. Also, if you want knots in the rope, it's only 50 feet. Yeah, if you put a knot on the rope, it'll drop down by 10 feet. Okay. Um... So yeah, so if you're asking, so I would rule that um, the end that you're holding 
has to be the end that is on the side that you're standing and it's going out like a from you um so like you could attempt to maybe like tie the rope on and throw it but then you wouldn't be able to click the movable rod at that point right um so I'll, I'll just come back to the entrance and kind of shout that uh, I see the path it's going, um, but there's a, a a long hole that I can't cross without some assistance. Um, which one of us should go up there and give him a hand? I could easily get up there and help him could, out. But could, could we send a familiar up and have them just hit the buttons for him? Or like put the rod in a spot for him to use if he's having yeah, he problems. That. Yeah, he did it with the rat, the wasp. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just haven't figured out. I'm trying to understand one limitation for bats. I don't know if they're light sensitive. I don't think they are in Five E. No, they're not. Okay. Um, looking at giant bat, it just says echolocation and keen hearing is the only things it has. Would it be able to do the hover thing that wasps can do though? So could, would it would actually be able to help with the pressing button? I mean, it could press the button, or he could just fly across on the bat. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I'll summon the bat again. It's a large beast. It's a uh, steed. <laughs> yeah. I have resummoned Power Crew and uh, apologized to it. It just shakes its head at you. Um, but I do have it then. <laughs> uh, so um, after resummoning it and asking it uh, to describe what it experienced, like what would it tell me? I guess what visual and audio information would it have? Is it the same creature every time? It is. Mm-hmm. You can, like, yeah. yeah, the same um, of that particular animal type, just, unless I yeah. permanently unbind it. Basically tells you that it uh, was fried. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it heard a loud roar. Um, and it, because my understanding is, unless I'm wrong about bats, right? They don't have good eyesight, so you can't actually see. He has echolocation so he can make out what is around him, but physically cannot see what it was that did it. So he can tell you it was a large, like, dragon-like creature that did that, but he couldn't tell you it was a blue dragon, right? Their, yeah, their vision is not sharp, or and it has decreased color sensitivity, but their overall sensitivity to light and detail within a certain range is high. Okay. Okay, so it would be able to see, but it would be a bit fo- fo- foggy. Yeah, I'd say it was. It, 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 it was a dragon. Okay. <laughs> I was doing this too. Okay, so I the other guys to go. Yep, uh, it, it was a dragon. Okay, I pat the bat before sending it on to help uh, Elamir. Okay. I bat way up toward you, Elamir. So at this point, though, um, so it invisibly lasts for one hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was cast before Castanier's bat went flying in. So it'd be um, like 20 minutes-ish per bat, because 10 minutes to summon. Then, yeah. yeah, so you spent 10 minutes to summon this one. Maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes, I'd say. So I'd, I'd say you're getting close to the halfway mark on invisibility at this point. So what would you like to do? Have him fly up and fly Elamir across the plane? Yes. Okay. The bat flies up. Elamir, you can hop on top of the bat if you'd like. Yeah, I do. Okay. All right. Uh, What's the bat's name? There he is, the Puma. Uh, it is. Where did I put it? 
Pau Crew. P A U C R O O. Okay. It's so not dead. Unless you. Uh, can you. Are you able to. Yeah, I can remove the. I don't know how I got there. I just moved it. Oh, I'll grab the bat. Everyone, everyone can control the bat. So, all right. So you're able to fly across on the bat. Yeah. They said he is a steed after all. All right. And I'll, I'll tell <laughs> him uh, to stick by in case I need him. But uh, if danger comes. I don't want him to have to, to face that a second time so he can he can go as soon as he feels threatened. Okay. Um, All right. So he... I will stand here and I'll yell Rimsaren again. Okay. Make a performance check with disadvantage. 19 and 8. Okay. You shout your insults. Um, seems to be no response. Okay, uh, I'll move to here and repeat. Well, you're riding the bat, right? I got uh, oh, yeah, I think he's just riding it across. Oh. The... Okay, I, I'm having the bat stay with him. Okay. So he has to get out of there quickly. The bat will attempt to help get him out of there quickly. Okay. Um, so you're shouting again. Go ahead and make another uh, performance check with disadvantage. Six, and then what's the inspiration? I'll go ahead and use it here. The D. Uh, it's probably gone. It only lasts for ten minutes. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, then I got a six. Six. A hey, shout it. Um, this point, you just hear a loud. But no sense that he's coming closer. Nope. All right. Uh, do I see these spikes? Just meta. Uh. Um. <laughs> go ahead and make a perception check. I mean, where you're standing, they're more than 60 feet, so you wouldn't even know that they'd be there. Um, I, I would say that the bat would, like, let's try and prevent you from flying into it or walking into it, like, fluttering in front of you. Like, oh, yeah. This I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming he basically, Casimir basically told the bat to keep you safe. So Yeah, like, hey, block you from hitting the wall and then gesture at it. Yeah. Like, so, hey, stabby, stabby, spike, spikes. All right, oh, so at this point, are you, are you trying to... All right, go ahead and make a stealth check, then. Yeah, we've had... Advantage. Uh, that's okay. Plus ten. Advantage. Advantage plus ten. Yeah. Uh, so my first roll is a thirteen. I got a thirteen both times. So you rolled a three twice. That's including yeah. the plus ten. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, let me add myself. No, I, I got oh, okay. 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 I was <laughs> like myself. <laughs> With advantage and yourself, and plus ten, you got thirteen. That oh, was twenty. <laughs> okay, um, a twenty. Okay. Um, Are you just moving up right there? Yep. Sorry, I'm uh, and one more time, I'll shout uh, as loud as I can. Do you want to? Are you trying to look into the room, or are you just shouting and darting? I'm just trying to bait at this point. Okay. Uh, go ahead and shout. All right. Uh, this time, at this point, I would say not with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, I get a ten. Ten. Okay. You shout your your insults. Um, make a perception check from where you're standing. A what is that? Sixteen. Okay. Um, so you're in. So you're in the hall of this large, right before this large cavern. Um, mm-hmm. from- Standing, you can see these tall ceilings, um, probably about forty feet high. Uh, 
and you see that there are like some holes in the ceiling or some light looking kind of like these beams of light are kind of shooting in and uh, you can see just kind of like dust moving about in the rays of sunlight um, yeah you can see these large rocks just kind of like look like they've just been tossed about um, you don't actually see these holes um, you're standing you don't know they're there um, there you, know, you see like some boats that look like they've been tossed around um, I'd say at this point you could see uh, the end of the room because there's light in there um, you see uh, this yeah, the boats you see this large rock in the back left corner and sitting up you can just barely make it out if it's laying on top it's just kind of these um, blue iridescent scales just kind of reflecting the sunlight okay but it's not budging uh it looks like it's just laying there from what you can tell you can't, you don't have a great angle because it's like the rock's kind of 15 feet up so you can't quite see exactly what's going on but like you can maybe make out like the just bits and pieces of the blue scales okay and then you said the rocks are pillars to go to the ceiling no they're not they're just kind of like large boulders okay um so I will go ahead and just shout his name. No insults this time. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and just try to uh, fire an arrow at him. I know the, the sight is not great, but uh, hitting him is not my intention right now. It's more to provoke, but I will shoot at him. So if it happens to hit him. That okay. will break Good stealth, enough. by the way. Just That's letting okay. you know. I got an idea. Are you doing it? Are you still shooting? Yep. Okay. I'm assuming your the range on your longbow is like 240 feet, so you don't have disadvantage. 150 for normal. Okay. Um, and then you do have sharpshooters, so you can ignore. Uh, I rolled it? a 23. Ignore half and three, four, four three cover okay um sorry i'm like trying to coordinate myself on the multiple things i have open um would you roll again sorry 23 okay that's a hit okay Go ahead and roll uh 14 damage 14 damage um, at this point, uh, I think at this point we're probably gonna call it a session. Unless you guys, oh. want to, dun, unless dun, everyone, dun. no, this is gonna I'm, be a I'm, long fight. I'm, I'm good to keep going. I'm gonna keep going. It's gonna be a long fight. I feel like though, especially getting all of us out there. But um, ideally, we get the dragon out here. Yeah, I'd say uh, maybe it's best to save this for the next one. With uh, okay. I think it might be yeah. a little bit. So okay, I, will, I will note that the dragon took 14 damage. Nope. Sorry, guys, sorry about what just happened. I had a small technical difficulty just now. No worries, man. Yeah, so, Elamir, you take the shot. You line it up, take the shot, release the arrow. As you just watch it sail through the air, it's kind of as your invisibility fades, you can see every part of you as you just hear this as the, you see its head come up 
as this dragon's giant maw is open, you see the the spikes running down its head, the large horn on the end of its nose, as you just see its talons kind of grab hold of the edge of the rock, and its wings kind of come unfurled. And that is where we'll wrap up tonight's session. <laughs> Pow crew, you're gonna die. And okay. uh, me and Steel Scar are playing cards down below. <laughs> yeah, we are. With, um, we're just oh. down there chilling, you know, not worried about life because we're not in any <laughs> real danger. Uh, all right, cool. Then that will be the session for the night. Rip Cody. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, been fun. Um, yeah, we will. Should uh, we need to? Did not check schedules again. We'll check, but um, plan on two weeks. If not, we will post it on Twitter and put it in our Discord. Um, but thanks everyone for joining us tonight. Been fun. Next session should be a blast. Oh, it's going to be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Should be electrifying. Oh, <laughs> shut up, Scott. Hopefully, it's not going to bring shocking. that big energy. Oh, be shocking. Good. All right, guys. Cool. Thank you so much for joining us. So. Yeah. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Adventure with Advantage podcast. We can't thank you enough for your support. Be sure to follow us on Twitter for updates on episode releases at our Twitter handle at AWA underscore D&D or catch us live on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash AWA underscore D&D. Thanks.